Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Adam Blumenthal on the line, and he's the Managing Director over at College Funding Evolution. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into uh, College Funding Evolution, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. Uh, first, how did you get started in business and in your career? No, it's a great question. So mainly, I think I had the entrepreneur itch my whole life. My grandparents were had their own business. My parents had their own business. It was kind of in my blood. But I think all the way from even back to college or even before college, I had a T-shirt company I helped run for the Greek system. I went to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, and actually helped pay for college and some spring breaks and stuff through a T-shirt and fraternity sorority business. And then started there. And then after college, actually always had a, my own business for the most part. You know, I created a payment processing company with a couple of friends from college and subsequently sold that. And then was just always big on the entrepreneur side of it. Always kind of loved the idea of starting your own business and controlling your own hours, really being able to have the sky's the limit in regards to the income and how much you want to work is how much you get paid for it. Man, I love that story, and I love that, man, you're one of the, I, I feel like the uh, you can track somebody's, um, what they were going to do in the future, and, and kind of how far they want to go, based, based off of the college, the college t-shirt guy, I love it, that business <laughs> is just one of those things, it's almost like there's stages, like when you're young, you sell the baseball cards, or the, you know, the, the comic books, or whatever, then in college, you get the t-shirt exactly. guy, and then when you go out, I mean, well. it's like this path. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because my son, who is he's now 10 but when he was eight years old he started his own website called aidenscards.com was mainly selling pokemon cards baseball cards you know yo gabba gabba cards he still has it now and he's done really well so i think it's in the genes that's awesome i love that story um so that being said uh obviously you have some you know entrepreneurial uh effort in your genes so it's in the dna um there's some other there's some other entrepreneurs out here listening that are maybe you know a little bit less far on their path so maybe they're just getting started they just graduated college um what kind of advice would you give to that new um that new college grad that's either um looking to be an entrepreneur or maybe getting started in their career i think one of the best advice i was ever given was find the problem and solve it you know, almost every business comes from, hey, there's a problem, and I think I have a smarter, better way of doing it. So I think that's number one. And number two, I think, is really be willing to go all in, be willing to um, forego some of the, even if it's financial um, benefits, you might be able to go get a six-figure job out of college business, you know, as a uh, accountant or investment banking or something like that. But if you really have that entrepreneur itch and you really want to start a business, it might not make the same money as your friends would the first couple of years out of college, but the experience you get by starting your own business and then after that, I think the sky's the limit on the income. It'll for sure make up for what you might have missed out on on purely just being a traditional W-2 employee right out of school. So don't always look at what everybody else is doing financially and everything else. Just always kind of think of every single thing as a path for yourself that Every step of the way, you're always continuously learning and just find a passion and make it into a business. 
I love it. That's great advice. Uh, and I think that's a great transition, too. Uh, let's get into what you're doing over at College Funding Evolution. So first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Sure. So for, I've been kind of training financial advisors in the late, what we call late-stage college funding business going on 10, 12 years. And then a couple of years ago, I stepped away for a little bit and started Blumenthal Consulting, pretty much a business coaching business where I really concentrate on financial mortgage and health and wellness industries. But after, you know, mainly creating the scalable repeatable sales process for former clients, I realized I was really missing out on my calling. You know, for me, it's a big thing about providing college-bound families just a smarter, better way to handle their admissions, funding, financial aid planning needs. I mean, it was just one of those things I had a passion for helping others. I coach my kids soccer. I coach a high school team over the years and all those kind of things. I always felt like coaching was in my background, almost like the same way like entrepreneurship. So, once I, one of my previous clients and good friends of mine uh, a little while back reached out to me. He started. A, he actually was the founder of College Funding Evolution. His name is John McDonough and was a client of mine years ago and said, hey, I'm growing this, but I really would love for you to get back involved in this. So I ended up just recently, you know, a little over a year ago, buying back into the business, partnering with him. And really what I loved about it, he kind of formed what it was kind of like built for financial advisors, by financial advisors, kind of a turnkey urgency-based marketing system for financial advisors looking to kind of reinvigorate or even jumpstart their curves back in the financial services. So that, to me, was awesome and being able to get back and, and do it that way. Um, obviously, paying for college is one of the most overwhelming financial responsibilities families face. So we're able to demystify that financial aid process, and then our advisors are able to help their clients get the most money available for college. So, you know, that was something that was really important. And it kind of reunited a couple relationships with John and his team, and I was really excited to get back involved. I love that, and uh, and I also love the niche you chose, and I like the obviously the outcome of helping um, families plan because uh, it's just very needed. And I think oh, in the overall financial advisory space, that it's often overlooked. Uh, I can think about, uh, and and I think part of that is because of lack of education on it too, um, for the advisors. It's just not one of those things that um, that many people specialize in. It's always been one of those things that um, you know it's a it's just different. It's not the, it's not the sexy appeal, so to speak. But if you think about it, in my mind, if you have kids and they're and they're on their on, on that path to college, uh, it's one of the most important things for the family. So uh, I, I love I love what you're doing and the work you're doing. What do you find are some of the um, the the uh, the challenges that advisors have uh, prior to working with you. So, I mean, I know it's going to change from obviously advisor to advisor, company to company, but I do know that based on, you know, the amount that you work with, your expertise is is definitely that expert level. What do you find some of the challenges people have or advisors have before working with you and, and, and kind of linking up? No, it's a great question. I think there's a few things. I think number one, most of the advisors traditionally in the financial services space are working with like retirees or pre-retirees. So mm -hmm. they're doing the senior seminars and everything like that. And candidly, by the time those advisors are working with those families, they had probably paid for college if they had kids and for really sure. put a dent in their retirement. So what we've seen is we work with families when probably late 30s to early 50s, we still have a chance to affect what they do by making the right decisions. It's not just paying for college, but it's picking the right college. Mm -hmm. It's being proactive with their kids, not taking to traditional 5.8 years, but taking four years to get out of a traditional four-year school undergrad at least. And by doing that, we're trying to chip away our own little way of not 
adding on to that student debt crisis that's going on. So we felt like as financial advisors, if we train them the right way and then they help their families that are in that demographic, there's only going to be more money for those families to be able to put into their retirement versus take loans or work longer or, you know, push back to retirement. So we feel like we could help that problem quicker and then kind of conversely be able to the students who are now going to college and getting out of it, come back to my entrepreneurial roots, they can start more businesses if they're not completely saddled with, you know, college loans. You know, if they're smart about it, they will actually don't have to go take that job if they don't want to just to pay off their loans. They have a lot more options. Yeah, no, and that, and that, that, um, that, dilemma that you spoke about that you're helping people with um, in their 30s and 40s versus uh, versus when, when they get a little bit further along and their kids are already in school. And when I was a financial advisor, so I mean, I've been full-time in media for going to three years, but um, when I was a financial advisor, I remember that was my most difficult conversation when I'd be talking to somebody and it's time for their kids to go to school and it's like, yeah, you can't take this out of your retirement or you're not going to retire. Like, you're not going to come back from this one. You're just right there and you want your kids to go to private school and you want this, you want that yeah this is this is what the numbers look like it's not going to happen and they they had them i bet they weren't clients from their 30s but i would i remember thinking about um it did prepare me and it made me so much better when i was speaking with my clients in the 30s because i i had that um that vantage point of um letting them know how it works out in the future from seeing some mistakes that people had made so the work you're doing is huge because um i, I even in even now you say you know you can borrow for um for education you can't borrow for retirement like you're not going to get a check to uh Absolutely. To, to pay. <laughs> so it's just a whole different thing um so if somebody adam if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on college funding evolution or maybe they want some tools and resources to kind of start having this conversation um what's the best way for them to get that Sure. If there are actually financial advisors looking to get into the late-stage college funding industry, our website, collegefundingevolution.com, is probably the best place to go. If it's a parent who I know you have a lot of parents and entrepreneurs listening who have kids in high school a little bit before, uh, one of the resources we felt like we're very big on giving back and we wanted our network of advisors to give back, so we created a free resource called thecollegeauthority.com. Mainly that was a network of college funding advisors whose main goals were just to help families successfully undertake the complex admissions and financial aid process we've been talking about. So if you go to the collegeauthority.com, we actually do a weekly tip of the week. It's about a two-minute, those little whiteboard videos uh, about anything admissions and financial aid. You know, I get a chance to narrate those, so it's pretty cool. We've got probably 75 to 80 of them on there. So anywhere from how 529s are affected in the financial aid process to picking the right major and anything, you know, financial aid as well as admissions. Just go to thecollegeauthority.com, and you can see all the free weekly videos, and there's a whole library of them. Uh, if you're looking to contact me directly, uh, my LinkedIn is Adam H. Blumenthal, or even on Twitter, at Adam H. Blumenthal. That's awesome, Adam. Uh, well, hey, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at College Funding Evolution. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, um, do all those great, share this with a friend, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters, and I really do appreciate it. Um, Adam, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.